EO Audio is a production of the East Oregonian. Visit us at eastoregonian.com or call 1-800-522-0255 to subscribe. Welcome back, listeners, for another edition of NFL Pigskin Pickers Podcast. Maybe uh, our most exciting podcast of the year. Probably the one you've been most excited to hear. Uh, wild uh, finish to our uh, playoff games last week. We're going into the conference champions. And we've got Umatilla County's biggest Viking fan, Steve Hill, here, uh, who survived somehow a wild ending in that Viking game. A Hail Mary game winner with no time left on the clock. Uh, just a play you never see in football, and just a what was a, ta- a cap to an incredible game. I, I mean, should we just call this the Stefan Diggs edition of the NFL Pigskin? I like it. Sure. Podcast. Sure. I mean, why not? Yep. Um, frankly, Tim, I don't know where to begin other than saying I've just been floating on air since that play. Yep. Can't stop watching that play, and every time I watch it, I think I'm now on you know <laughs> three hundred times watch. I don't know. But every time I watch it, I'm still worried Diggs is going to step out of it. It's so funny. Yeah. It's like by now I ought to just be watching it with this yeah. relaxed, yeah. celebratory Glee. mindset. I, it's so funny. I still watch it, and and I get this weird feeling when right. he almost trips and he puts his hand down yeah. and all the. I'm looking to see to make sure his foot isn't out of bounds. But what a play! And and we were watching it together, which to me was really fun. Yeah. And. Uh, it you was. Know, it, it, where I do mean, we begin debriefing yeah, that one? I really one. just I mean, don't. Just, I mean, it was obviously defensive disaster. Um, when that when that play started, about thirteen seconds or ten seconds. Ten or so? seconds yeah. left. Keenum releases the ball with right. seven seconds left. No yeah. timeouts. Either team. Right. So if if, if you if you if you're tackled inbounds, game over. If you get out of bounds, you got a chance for a field goal, a very meaningful field goal. Um, I mean, I just don't understand what New Orleans was doing to not have two safeties back is is crazy. I know they're trying to, you know, stop. I'm sure what they were thinking is they're going to try to kick a 60-yard field goal. To, you know, that would have been to tie, right, the field goal? I mean, no, they were up by one. They were up by one, so that's to field win the goal game. To okay, win. yeah. I mean, it's just a uh, – Yeah, it's a, when you look at the replays and for those, you know, fans who want to peel back a few more layers and mm-hmm. watch all the analysis where they break down the play and so forth, it it – I think defensively it was schemed okay. It's just that rookie yeah. blew it because he had the rookie tr- not blown it, I mean, he was in a perfect position. Has to he make admitted a play. to trying not to make that tackle? Because it looks like he no, tries not. It, you know, I feel sorry for this. Yeah, That's Williams, really, right? Who's had a, an amazing rookie year? He's and he had great. a pick earlier in the yeah. game. Yeah. So I mean, he's a good player. He is. But it was a brain fart. I think. I think he thought. If if I if I tackle him out of bounds right now, they're going to have a forty five yard field goal to win the game, right? I mean, I don't sh- think he felt he had help. Sure. Uh, what I've heard that makes the most sense is that you know some coach is just with fans screaming and all the pressure of the situation. They're just telling him. Under no circumstances do you get a flag on what you do uh, because that would mean the game cannot end on a defensive penalty. They'd get a chance to kick. They'd get the benefit of your penalty down into better field goal range and so forth. So he was thinking in some interviews, 
he revealed that he was thinking, I got there a little too early. Sure. So he might have. Everyone knows where the ball's going, right? You know it's going to the sideline. You know that this is the guy running the deepest route. You, you know, you're seeing this play develop, and, yeah, you got to be thinking. And so he know. gets there a little early. Yeah. So I think he figures, I can't hit him. Yep. Before he touches the ball and yep. and just all of that going yep. on in a rookie's mind with all that pressure, it was a whiff. So, and thank goodness it was. Well, let's talk about that then. So there's two ways to see this, you know, this incredible play. It's one is that you're a team of destiny and that somehow, you know, that that it's just gonna have every every lucky roll is gonna go your way and this team is, you know, has been predestined to be a Super Bowl team and a Super Bowl winner, or that this was a team that was overmatched for at least a half of that football game and was very close to being beat at home by a, a, a flawed Saints team. Like, so how do, how do you as a fan be like, oh my God, we were just gifted this win. No, nothing can stop us now. Or do you say, oh man, we almost got beat upset by a team that we should beat. Now we got to go on the road and, you know, we might have the Patriots, uh, a well-rested Patriots team in a couple weeks. It could be. I mean, the way I look at it is you can't just chalk up that win to, boy, I mean, the Saints just blew it. Some good things, really good things, had to happen execution-wise by the Vikings to pull off what happened. Keenum has to recognize where to throw the ball but, yeah, and totally. to throw a good ball. But I'm just saying that that he was bad for most of that second half. Like they were they were dominating first half team and then they kind of disappeared right. for a while and right. I don't think that's going to get it done. Uh, oh no, like, and I'll get to know, that part. Yeah, there are yeah. things to clean up absolutely yeah. and I, I want to mention a few of those things, but but just on the digs play. So yeah. Keenum has to throw a good ball. He throws an Diggs has to knowing that 99% of the time, the minute he touches the ball, he's going to take a shot. Yeah. Okay. So he has the wherewithal to take what he called a snapshot of the field before he turned around. He realized who he had to beat. He caught the ball leaping into the air. He recovered from almost losing his balance. He was in maybe a, a footstep of the sideline. Yeah. He doesn't go out of bounds when I'm sure his brain was mainly thinking my job is to get out of bounds. He just made so many good, you know, athletic moves, mental decisions to take it to the end zone that that in itself is pretty remarkable. So if you just key on the only reason the Vikings lost is because a rookie just made a completely boneheaded play. I don't think you're giving quite enough credit no, totally. to the Vikings. And then as a fan, I think you got to say this underscores why we want the imperfections associated with the human element to be a part of sports. We yeah. don't want to automatize or however you want to word it everything about sports. You know, think baseball, make every ball strike count. Yeah a computer's decision or yeah. have review take over everything. One of the one of the things you'll hear from really talented athletes when they're in despair is that 
you know, they will remind fans that they're not machines, yeah. that they're human beings. And I think we always got to keep hope alive as fans and watch games to the bitter end when they're yeah. like this Vikings game, not a yeah. 47-0 game. Maybe it's time to go rake the leaves <laughs> then. But, I mean, you're always in it when it's close, even when 25 seconds are left and your team has no timeouts because of this reason – People are playing the games, not machines, and people are not perfect. Yep. And sometimes these things happen, these wonderful, spontaneous things happen yeah. because of a mistake. Totally. Yeah. Oh, and so was, that, that, was, just, that yeah. was just really fun to see right. because the Vikings have lost so many games in heartbreaking fashion because we were like the Saints. We made the boneheaded play. Yeah. And... You know, it was so nice to finally, as many Vikings fans have said, we got to win one of those finally, mm-hmm. you know. And I think on balance, we were the better team than New Orleans going into mm-hmm. that game. And yet, when you asked earlier about kind of what happens now, what's the mindset, I think the team we were most afraid of on our path to the Super Bowl win was the Saints, you know. Now, you can yeah. say what you will about New England, but I mean, getting to the Super Bowl, uh, we were much more worried about the Saints than any of the other teams that we were going to face in the NFC. And now they're behind us. And we got backup quarterback for Philly, uh, a lot of hype about how good the defense is for Philly and all yeah, that. There's but no... we're favored uh, going in by Vegas. Sure. That says something. You're not you're not looking past this Eagles team. I'm not looking past them at yeah, all. Right. And nor is Zimmer. Right. But I'm just saying that I think that play yeah. by Diggs does sort of stamp a team of destiny. Like we've got good fortune on our side yeah. as well. And we also uh, feel like you know this is a winnable game in Philly. So definitely. Anyway, I know I've been talking it's a, re- a lot. No, but that's kind of that's, fired that's up. good. Yeah, that's it's good to 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 hear that out because yeah, like when when one of those things happen, you think, oh my gosh, we pulled this game out of our hat, and then you think, oh, we were a thread away from being you know having this amazing season just come to a crashing end, and man, I mean, what a what a disappointment that would have been, and then then you get it, you know, then you pull this game out of the hat, and you think, holy cow, we've got we've got another chance, or we've got this you know this mojo. And and nothing's you know that we're we're just going to find ways to win every week, or you just imagine that sort of you know yeah that that defense that gave up you know what, seventeen fourth quarter points or something, and you know you just think oh man this this could this you know this amazing uh, run can end very quickly. Yeah, and I don't fault you know there were two short fields for the Saints in the second mm-hmm. half, one a function of uh, the second half opening pick that Keenum threw, uh, and then the other one that blocked punt. Yep. Uh, But I thought the defense on the whole played really well. It did. And I think that, um, you know, the most disappointing play of the second half was the fourth and ten that the Saints converted before that go-ahead kick with 25 seconds left. You know, had we got a stop. Yep. On fourth and ten, game's over. Yeah. No kick that puts uh, New Orleans up by one. Yeah. And, you know, the the bonk to Sendejo's head in the first half that concussed him and took him out of the game, one of the players 
who, you know, was culpable on that fourth and ten conversion was a fill-in for Sendejo. And then there was another uh, Viking player in the defensive backfield whose name escapes me now but but had to step out due to injury. So his backup is in there also involved in that, uh, I believe, Sneed throw that converted the fourth and ten. Right. Now Drees... Breeze through a nice ball, but yeah. still, I think if we had our starters in there, uh, it's much less uh, likely that they convert that fourth and ten. So again, do we fault the defense? Well, wasn't the starters, but um, yeah. and then Thielen, I got to give him a shout out. He made an incredibly important catch that gave us a field goal opportunity, um, where there was pi and some other penalty on the same play, mm-hmm. um, and so. You know, I just think, and that was a second-half thing. So, yeah, we had a missed field goal. We had a blocked punt. We gave up a fourth and ten. But I think we have to remind ourselves that it was kind of nutty that the Vikes went up 17-zip in the first half. Breeze threw a couple first-half interceptions. So, you know, that was interesting. Yep. No, I I totally see where you're coming from. That, that, I mean, it's a – it was a – it was a team. It was a game where you were dominant half the game, and you know, sort of the Saints made their run, and they are a good team, and, and the, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, it's going to be a fun game. So let's. I mean, we're t- while we're talking Vikes, let's go look forward here. They're your three point favorites on the road against the Eagles team that you know we didn't really talk about, but they were underdogs last week against the Falcons. Um, rode that defense, got some, you know, moved the ball a little bit. Eventually, got enough points to put that game away. Um, Overlooked. They're an overlooked team going into this game. Obviously, everyone in the planet's been talking about that Viking finish, and they're excited about it. Um, but this, I'm, I, 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 I think this is gonna, this gonna, this one might go down to the wire too. I think it could. The uh, let's talk a little bit first, though, about how the the uh, Eagles got past yeah. the last game. Um, you know, I, I think they played all right. What was it, fifteen to ten? Yep. Okay, so kind of a low-scoring game. Yeah, they, they leaned on their defense, and uh, they didn't make mis- offensive mistakes and scored enough points. I mean, I, 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 I think but Atlanta, seven, I think, you know, they could have done better. Sure, sure. You know, yeah, I, they had that game in their grasp at a time. Like, yeah, you just saw, you know, touchdown wins it, but they just couldn't get it done. But I think, I mean, I got to say 17 points wins this game, right? Maybe I think so. Yeah, but I, I both can teams see have such strong defense, quarterbacks that are that are, that, yeah, that are going to, you know, aren't going to light up the scoreboard. They're going to play within themselves, knowing their defense is strong. And I think I think 17. frankly, both offensive coordinators are going to be saying we we can't let these guys do something boneheaded. I know. Agreed. And so Zimmer is saying for Vikes Eagles. Uh, the team that runs the ball the best will probably right. win. And Philly has a much better run game right now. It could be. Yeah. Know. I mean, Ajahi or whatever his yeah. name is, he's been Jai. fumbling. Yeah, that's uh, true. I mean, you can't have Jai turnovers in this game. Um, I like our running backs, uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's not like either team has a big weakness. Right. And so it, it'll be a I fun mean, game. But... Uh, the the momentum the mojo factor seems to be in the Vikings' favor one hundred percent. Yeah, and while they're close, I think you got to give the Vikings the edge in a lot of the categories. I Not agree. a huge margin where they're better, 
but there's an yeah, edge. That three-point edge. I think that's right. They've got a little bit better defense. They've got a little bit better quarterback. Maybe, right. you know, a, 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 a bit more of a better quarterback. But, yeah, uh, a, a little bit better receiving team uh, uh, for sure. And I think I, I'd say I'd give the edge on the running game to the, to the Eagles team. But the Vikings offensive line's been great. And, you know, McKinnon and all these backups. Yeah. Have been, had, getting better. Yeah, they, they, they sliced and diced for a while. But the, uh, the Pat Shermer, the offensive coordinator of the Vikings, who is rumored to be uh, maybe the new head coach of the Giants. He just got offensive, co- uh, I think, coordinator, assistant coach yeah. of the year or something. Yep. Um, he has a lot of knowledge of the Eagles organization. Yep. And uh, that may come into play a little bit. There, I'm a little concerned, uh, not so much about weather. I hear it could be even in the low 50s for that game. Mm-hmm. But people were having, players were having trouble with traction on mm-hmm. kind of a slippery turf. And so I wonder how that's yeah. going to factor into the game in terms of the scoring. And uh, we should mention that as much as uh, difficult, a uh, long stretch of Super Bowlessness that the Vikings are on, the Eagles are on just as much. And they're, you know, here they are with their best team in a long time, and their MVP caliber quarterback goes down. And, I mean, there's a lot of similarities between, between these two teams, how they play, and also their sort of fan bases and their, their history. Right. It's kind of a fun, two fun teams. You'll be excited to root for any of these teams, uh, should they, you know, whoever makes it through. Right, right. So I just think um, we'll get to our picks later, but absolutely fun game. Yeah. And uh, I just, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm not dreading the game like it's it's just one that we can't win. I, I feel like it's winnable unless Agreed. we make – Huge mistakes and yeah. turnovers and oh, so forth. Winnable. I think I think it's winnable. But you know what you learned last week is, man, this this ain't best of seven. This is one game. You know, this is one quarter. This is one drive. This is one play, and uh, you know that's what makes playoffs exciting. But uh, uh, you know, it's 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 put up or shut up time. It's play a great ball game and win, or don't play play a great ball game and probably lose. Yeah, and a fast start. Is yeah. always we the key to that success for the bikes, and, and they had one against the Saints. It, 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 they need another one here. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. All right. So, so this exciting, uh, you know, changes in the NFC, and we might be looking at another AFC Patriots. Uh, just they just run this division. They got helped out a lot, I think, with the Steelers getting beat in a wild one there against Jacksonville. The Jags, uh, you know, a team with a good defense and has not had a good offense all year. Then all of a sudden they put up 45 in Pittsburgh. The line on this game we found is 7.5. It's coming down because there are doubts about uh, Tom Brady, uh, his health, his hand. Uh, Brian Hoyer is the backup, the old Cleveland Brown. Um, and little, little drop off there. Yeah, exactly. Brady I sure Hoyer. wish they had held on to Garoppolo, maybe if he has to play at all. Um, uh, I mean, everything is coming up. Patriots, this game's at home. They have, you know, a much better team, I think, than Jacksonville. Um, but didn't Jacksonville shock the world they, against the so Steelers? Cool. Yeah. Could you believe how that game started? You know, I've been not excited about the Steelers team all year. I think. I, I I was not impressed with them. Uh, I just did not think they were a great team, a, a Patriot-caliber team. I did not like the Jaguars either. So I, I just don't think – I mean, I was not shocked by that game. I, I will say that. Jacksonville beat them once this year in Pittsburgh. Uh, they did again. Um, but the offense put up I know, that's, that's, all the yeah. points that should have been needed to beat yep. Jacksonville. Totally. Even 
yeah, come you, from behind points, those tough points where you're playing with a little yep. more desperation. Yep. Big Ben threw some throws to yep. his star receiver, yep. Brown, that were just highlight reel throws. Oh, yeah. He played great. And, that, but, and they still couldn't pull it off. It's yep. just when they needed a defensive stop, the yep. Steelers at home I couldn't know. get it done against the Jags. That was just shocking to me. Yep. I agree. But the that that Jacksonville offensive output ain't going to happen two weeks in a row. No. If, if Brady was healthy, I would be chomping at the bit to take that team. I'm a little more nervous, but... How did Brady hurt his hand? What, I don't what know. It's a, it, in practice? It, it's, no, in that game, um, Belichick's not saying anything. The Patriots aren't saying, you know, classic New England secrecy. Circle of so he yeah. might come out and look perfect or... <laughs> Hoyer starts, you know. Um, it's it's that up in the air. Yeah, supposedly. It's supposedly there's every every day. It's been more and more confusion on if he's going to play. It was of course he's going to play. Of course he's going to play. Yeah, he's definitely going to play. Um, but he's not yeah. practicing. Well, yeah, he's not practicing. Oh, he yeah. won't say anything, and neither okay. will neither will the coaching staff, which I think is against NFL rules. But I don't know. I mean, you got to you got to think he's going to play. This is an AFC Championship game. He's got to play. Yeah, yeah. So if we take it like that, we just got an extra point and a half. Because it went from nine to seven and a half, you know. And we were thinking that, um, you know, we might get a backdoor cover on yep. that on that New England game. Yep. No, no. I mean, in terms of our picks, mm-hmm. what? Uh, I guess we should talk about that. <laughs> I mean, wasn't it a push in three losses or yeah, something like yeah. that? I mean, I don't know what's going on with our picks in the playoffs, but we're just awful. It's been dogs, dogs, dogs. Except for the one darn game, we picked the underdog. And I've, I've never been happier during yeah. a playoff run in years but i mean in yeah. terms of our picks i think that's what's done our is, people is wanting to be millionaires are are yeah. outside with torches yeah. outside this room right now yeah yeah i think that puts us one six and one on, yeah. uh, for the playoffs. but i think that's right all of your all of your uh, thoughts are deeply Im- embedded in this viking team you can't think about anything yeah, else. I mean, and, you know we've got my viking loyalty we had a, a, a brief stretch of you know corn dog haze <laughs> so, right. i don't we got our excuses but right. don't you think though that this has been I'm standing An extraordinarily by. weird year for betters going through. Like, it just – things I, haven't shaken out the way – I think that means underdogs are 6-1-1. One, and one. I, think, I, I think I stand by that, that there were – uh, there was one dominant team in the AFC. Everyone else was the same. That, that. So just take the points when it's all up in the air? I mean, well, is that the lesson? Sure, well, yeah. Of course. If you'd be well ahead if you did that in the playoffs this, so, thus far, yeah. Um, yeah, you would. And that's, you know, like an Eagles team that's the one, the one seed getting points last week. Uh, but, I mean, you, goofy stuff like I was reading yeah. about the spread on the Vikes game uh, with the Saints and that did you get them at five or five and sure. a half or whatever. For a lot of betters, the extra point that us. the Vikings didn't kick. Yeah, he kicks that in. We win. Yeah. yeah. But isn't that hilarious? It's incredible. That yeah. Vegas is that good. Yeah. Yeah. I bet Vegas, that was a wild scene, I'm sure, that last <laughs> Two minutes when, you know, field goal, then field goal, then touchdown, then kneeling down the extra point. Just wildness. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. And they, they waited so long. So there were oh, some anarchy. really funny yeah. uh, videos of sports books where, yeah. you know, the guys, are they going to kick or not? Is right. my ticket a casher or not? Yeah. You know, and it, yeah. there were cheers both ways. Yeah. So it was hilarious. Yeah, it sounds yeah. great. Well, let's take this Patriots team then. I mean, this is a it. team that just it doesn't lose these kind of games. I, we can't imagine Jacksonville in the Super Bowl. 
Um, let's now watch him go ahead and, let's, and keep us. But I, I mean, mean, for a Viking fan, you got to be ecstatic if love Jacksonville that. wins this game. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, let's take New England. Yeah. But and hope we lose. And hope we lose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, then let's go to this NFC game. You kind of tipped your hand a little bit. But the Vikings are three-point favorites on the road against this Eagles team. There is no way. <laughs> That I take anybody but the Vikings, all right? Yeah, so, I can see that coming. So that's just the way it's going to be, man. Yep. But um, they've been covering machines all year, and uh, why not do it again? But the spread now is three? Three, yep. Minnesota Vikings, three. So Eagles, home dogs. I still think i got to take the oh, Vikings yeah. without any reservation. You don't have a choice. But we've just been talking about dogs. We're taking two favorites again. Minnesota minus three. New England minus seven and a half. And in a couple of days, we'll have a Super Bowl lined up and in Minnesota. It, <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome if the Vikings play the Super Bowl in their own stadium? First team to ever do that. It'd be wild. It'd be I mean, yeah, it seems like everything is lining up for that team. And you got to take care of business this week. I think there, there's the danger there of just like such an emotionally draining win and that, that just that incredible, incredible finish, um, you know. The, the for a slow start, I think, to this game where you just like you're just so high and you're just uh, just sort of don't realize. Oh yeah, I got to work really damn hard, you know, again uh, to win a game. So, well, I got a lot of Eagles fans in my life, yeah. and one is my best friend from college who teaches biology right. at Whitman in Walla Walla, and so uh, the early plan is that we are going to Prodigal Son. Nice. To watch that game together on on neutral territory, so yeah, that sounds yeah. fun. All Best right, to well, see anybody there yeah, who wants to watch the Vikings. Find us there, and uh, don't don't uh, hold our bad uh, playoff picks against us, but hold our good uh, regular season wins in our favor. Exactly. All right, we'll see you guys uh, uh, next week uh, when we got a Super Bowl lined up. Go Take Vikes. Care.